This evening on OVA tonight, we listen we listen to the uh, heavy metal mu- uh, music of Lita Ford. Yeah, but, well, uh, actually, it was uh, we we watched the an OVA called Lita: The Fantastic Adventure of, of Yoko. Oh, is that, yeah. I was thinking of Lita, Lita with a T. Ah, yeah, uh, not Lita. Mm-hmm. This is Lita. Yeah. Huh. A little bit different. Yeah. Eh. It's still about music, right? I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Then, technically, I wasn't that wrong. No. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just play the theme song. Yeah. Music. Tonight, I'm Eli Osman. I'm David Caldwell. How how you doing this evening? Uh, I'm good. Uh, You just just got back from Disney World with my family. Yeah. Was was that was that eventful? Uh, Yeah, it was fun. Eventful. I pulled the sword from the stone in the the fantasy land in Magic Kingdom, and uh, now now I'm cursed. Slash the prize. Slash the curse was this podcast. Okay, so uh, Disney uh, gave you this podcast when you pulled a sword out of a stone? Yes. Okay, okay. I was wondering why Mm -hmm. uh, I got, like, a letter in the physical mail, which is way faster than the mail normally runs, telling me that uh, I have to do this podcast. Uh, it's, it's, It's the... It was worded like a cease and desist, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. That's what it, that's what it, and it was like, hey, yeah. you have to uh, do a podcast where with uh, with David, where you review uh, obscure eighties anime uh, OVAs. Yeah, and I'm like, huh, okay. Yeah, it was the okay. opposite of a cease and desist letter, whatever that would be. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of what, what it would be. Cease <laughs> and desist. So would it be like? I don't know. Just it's it, it, it's just it's just an angry letter of encouragement, right? <laughs> That's the only thing I think of. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So we're going to review a bunch of because of uh, the Disney overlords are forcing us yeah. to uh, do a podcast on OVA on OVA. So that's mm-hmm. that's what we're doing. We're this is our uh, yeah. So we've been doing this for a little while because of Disney, um, yeah. not for other reasons. Um, no, no yeah. other reason. And uh, what did we watch? We what is, watched. What, what did we watch? What is this? <laughs> we watched. I'm scared. Leda or Lita, the Fantastic Adventure of Yoko. Okay. Yeah, I see. Okay. It's from. It was released on on video on March 1st, 1985. For those you don't know, OVA is it stands for Original Video Animation. 
And in yes. Japan, uh, a country we've never been to, uh, I'd like to go sometime. I think they just now open it, open their borders up to people. Uh, yeah, I think, I think, I think before, I, th- I think it was mostly magical raccoons, mm-hmm. uh, cats, mm-hmm. and uh, Italian plumbers. Italian plumbers and mm-hmm. uh, deers that are the, the run wild mm-hmm. in the streets. There's no yeah. people. No. I actually did see a thing on uh, uh, on Apple. Apple Plus did a little special uh, during the pandemic that David Attenborough hosted. That was all about mm-hmm. like how the pandemic affected the animal the animal life, and they had yeah. a whole bit about uh, there's a there's a park in Japan where people feed deer, mm-hmm. and it's a it's yeah. a big deal. And because there was no one in the parks to feed the deer. Uh, the older deer remembered where the they used to uh, range. Mm-hmm. So they just wandered the city streets looking for like this, they remember the small section of grass they used to go to. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's like still there. And that, that, yeah. that was kind of cool. That is cool. Uh, yeah. This has nothing to do with I mean, it's Japan. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but in Japan, anime, which is huge there and it's big here now, the fact that mm-hmm. we have so many streaming services for it. Yeah. Just for anime. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and and like I, I don't think my if if I ask my parents what anime is, they probably like probably heard that word once. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But so it's their straight straight to video stuff is a bigger deal than it is here. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't want to explain this. this is tenth fucking episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I explained it. So uh, so we watched Lita, Fantastic Adventures of Yoko. And, or uh, the Japanese title, Genmu Senke, Senki, Senki Lita. Yeah. Yeah. Which probably just means like Fantastic Adventure of Lita, probably. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I've seen that like before. I've seen Sinka in anime before in yeah. titles. So I feel like that just mm-hmm. means like a, either Fantastic or Adventure. I'm just guessing yeah. just on just context I don't, clues. Yeah. yeah. I don't know anything. This I don't know anything about this stuff. Um. Yeah. So it's about uh Yoko, uh, as a girl. Uh, what her southern name is, as a girl. I don't. I think I'm saying that wrong, but that is it is A S A girl. So yeah, pretty close. Yeah, I think as a Geary, but but uh, but she's in love and she wants to confess her feelings so to this boy she likes. So she writes a song, Mm -hmm. uh, and much to her dismay the love song she she wrote and was listening to on her on her walkman tape tape player uh opened up a portal and sent her to a magical uh world called astasia or no no no, astage uh ashanti ashanti okay yeah Yeah. and there the ruler of the world wants her song so they can use it to open a uh a doorway to Yoko's world and conquer it with, with his, with his armies using, using the artifacts left behind by the legendary warrior Lita, um, who prophesies her arrival, Yoko and her newfound friends must stop the, the tyrant's ambition and return and return both worlds to its proper place and balance. Mm-hmm. So this is our first, uh, Isekai, uh, Story. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into later, but a little bit about what this guy is. Um, yeah. But it, this is a very normal anime storyline. Yeah. Probably, yeah, one of the most 
especially right now. Like, yeah, super. The past couple of years, it's been most anime have been. Yeah, been definitely like, like the definitely like the last decade. It's been nothing mm-hmm. but that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's it's it, yeah. So it's 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 a weird one. Uh. Yeah. I really and I. For one thing, I first want to mention is the copy that I found that we both watched. Mm-hmm. Was the most pristine, like crisp, amazing <laughs> yeah. transfer of any of the any of the OVAs yeah. that I think we have watched and will watch. Yeah, it was like it. Like area eighty eight was close, but this one was really yeah, really like, nice because there was a Japanese Blu Ray rip of this. Is what uh, was yeah, what, I, what I found. That's what it is. Um, yeah. Which I, I I got it legally. I did. I don't know how I got it. Don't worry about it. It yeah. fell off a truck. Yeah. Um, important. <laughs> important. No, no, no. I mean, but it's not available anywhere here in the States. Like right. it, it was released on DVD in like 2000. Yeah. Um, there's been a VHS that, that was released in like 91, 95. Like, I think I have a date when it was, mm. um, maybe I don't, but there, there is an English dub on it, but we watched the subtitled version, which I was fine with. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so she gets she 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 becomes this warrior leader uh, mm-hmm. when she falls into a flower. Does that does that check out? She falls into yeah. a flower. Well, uh, she's getting chased by the the bad guys, goons, or whatever. Which and this then, is yeah, she falls this, into that flower and transforms. Yeah, so th- they're in like a fantasy world, but it's like yeah. cyberpunky fantasy. Yeah. It's more like the um, um, that. What am I blanking on that name? The the, the Miyazaki Wind. Oh, uh, Nausicaa. Yeah. Yes, and it's also like Birth, which yeah, the, the same like studio made the same studio made this and Birth, right? And yeah. I w- they figured out what to like. Birth, I think, is has a lot more has better action in it. Um, yeah, to the point definitely. that's that's entirely all it is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that is all it is. But uh, but this has a lot of bit better other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it has the most cleanest, crisp, and like '80s anime uh, yeah. transfer. Like, I don't. It's just if it wasn't for the style, I would say this is a new anime. If it wasn't for right. like like the drawing style of like you can tell people made it, not not computers, right? And um, yeah. Well, people control the computers, so I'm not. I mean, yeah, I'm not yeah, dogging yeah. them. I mean, right. I like I can't draw. Yeah. I mean, you can draw, but. I don't know if you can draw yeah, like this, sometimes. like this crazy, uh, more uh, was it Morpheus style? Morbius? Who's that? Uh, uh, Mobius. Mobius. Yeah. yeah. French French comic artist. Yeah. yeah. Which this did remind me a lot of the French yeah. style. Like it reminded me a lot of Barbarella. Mm, yeah, I get that. Definitely Especially like the outfit she transforms and into. And that crazy yeah. villain and like and, and Barbarella. Yeah. It's Duran Duran. Uh, is the name right. of the, where the band got. That's where the band got their name. Yeah, uh, and I, like when they first like they meet each other in person, they're in this big banquet hall thing yeah. with like food and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. and that's very much like it reminded me a lot of yeah uh, Barbarella, but there wasn't Barbarella is definitely had a lot the movie at least had a lot more sex in it. Uh, um, yeah. Like there was a piano that gave there's an orgasmic piano <laughs> that yeah. uh, that they used to torture Barbarella with. Yeah, um, that is a weird movie. I like yeah. it though; it's great. It, if you right. see, have you seen it? Uh, it's been a while, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It, people, should go, it people should go <laughs> check out. Uh, people should go check out uh, Barbarella. It's great. Yeah, but yeah, especially in the seventies and eighties, there was a lot of uh, 
co-inspiring between French artists and like the manga artists because uh, I know the guy who did Akira, uh, Katsuro Tomo, he was buddies with Mobius and stuff. So there's a lot of uh, back and forth. Yeah. Back and forth there. She can definitely see in a lot of uh, stuff at the time. Yeah. Uh, what else is that? So the director of this is uh, uh, Kunhaiko uh, 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 Umama. You, you, oh, I almost had it. I almost had it. Yeah, you were so close. It. So uh, close. It was uh, uh, Kun, uh, Kunhaiko uh, Yama? You, you, you Yama? Yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. There it is. That's it, folks. Um, I, I said it on the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was curious what this guy done. Uh, a lot of the times we can't really find a whole lot of like bios mm. on these on on a lot of these filmmakers, and I really wish I did. But yeah. um, this director, uh, he's mostly known for he directed the uh, the first Pokemon movie. Yeah, and. It looks like all the Pokemon movies. Yes. There have been like 20 of them, and he's yes. done pretty much all of them. Yeah, yeah. He and really has. A lot of episodes of the series. So. Yeah, he also yeah. did uh, Magical Princess Mickey Momo, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which I think we will be covering one of those OVA soon. Uh, I believe so, yeah. It's coming up. At what, at what, she, does, she does team up with uh, Creamy Mommy at one point. Oh, nice. So. Gotta get more of this magic girls. I did start watching oh, yeah. a mag- a magical girl show um from the 70s called Cutie Honey. Oh uh, yeah, that one's uh because I, <laughs> I just watched one episode of it and yeah. it is the because it was the magical girl show for teen for teen boys. Yeah. And I was just like from the 70s, I was curious yeah. what it is, and it's say so I've I've read the manga. Yeah, it's it's pretty horny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It, is. It, it reminded me of a Steve Gerber yeah. comic. The guy mm-hmm. did uh, Howard the Duck. He did this comic yeah. called the uh, uh, the unknown something the unknown. I'm blanking the name on, and it's about mm-hmm. like this like r- this boy who turns out he's a robot, mm-hmm. uh, and there's this uh, superhero going around who's actually like trying to kill this boy, but yeah. but 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 the heroes but the guy the hero seen as a hero is a good guy. Yeah, and you don't know the entire time he's there to kill this boy. Yeah, who's a robot? It's all it's mm-hmm. weird. It's it is yeah. like anime. Yeah. Instead, it's just a crazy comic book writer from Cleveland. Yeah. Um, Is there any other kind? Or St. Louis. He's either from Cleveland or St. Louis. Mm -hmm. That's where all the comic book people are from that era, is those two places. Yeah. Um, But man, let me some Magical Girls. Um, Yeah. So, and he did some other uh, uh, Windaria. I think that's that's one we're going to cover fairly Mm -hmm. soon that came out in 86. Um, but yeah, he mostly slow step. I've heard of that many series, mm-hmm. um, but mostly Pokemon. So um, we've yeah. all probably seen his stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. Because yeah. I've watched some. I, I've seen that Pokemon movie, um, The Mewtwo Strikes Back. Yeah, and I watched some of the show. I don't really remember much of it. Yeah. Um, I always seemed to like. I did remember liking Team Rocket. And yeah. uh, meow, meow with uh, the fact he can yeah, talk, yeah. yeah, and the fact that, like, like I would, it, if I was a Pokemon, I can give up my powers and just be like a normal talking thing, I would do that, 
Yeah, I don't want real. like I wouldn't want to fight. Yeah, I don't like, want to learn moves and stuff. Yeah, I just want to. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to do like dog fights for children. Like, like right. this competitive animal fighting is is kind right. of fucked up. Especially uh, like in Meowth Proves, like they're sentient, so like <laughs> they have they can think and feel. Yeah. So. Yeah. Does yeah. Pokemon need to revolt and like just attack the people? They should. But probably with most likely, they're probably in the wild just naturally attack each other. Yeah. Um, so people to start, a pro- so the humans to start profiting from their natural reactions. Yeah. But at the same time, like you don't see, I haven't watched enough to show you probably have. Do, yeah. do, do, like, like there's a trainer's other Pokemon's like fight against their, the, po- the, the Pokemon's they have, or they all just like, we live in the same tiny ball, we're all friends. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. They really never really explored that. Because I'm thinking of like how animals work, and yeah, and putting actual logic that exists in the world of any form into a dumb uh, anime. Yeah, um, but there are in the first game there are uh, hints at like some kind of war that happened prior to that for the red and blue. Like that's why the one gym leader's like a lieutenant. Okay, I know they talk about like acorns and stuff is what they used to use for pokeballs. Yeah. Like just naturally in the wild, there's just stuff where you can just yeah put an shove an animal inside a, a nut you find from a tree. Yeah, it's weird. Like this is, is weird. Why did Disney make us do this? Like Disney doesn't even own <laughs> anime. Like, no, they don't even they don't even do the Miyazaki stuff anymore. I know like, they had that deal with uh, Ghibli for a while, but then now they don't have that anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know like, why they did this. I don't think it's Disney. I think it's just some guy at Disney World made you do this podcast. I think so. Uh, I think just one of the the cast members, like, oh, you're not supposed to pull that sword out, so. Just you gotta do with those. I uh, won a now. bicycle at a uh, at Kings Island once in the amusement park in Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't really win it. What happened was uh, it was this Huffy bicycle. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember the bike it was a great bike uh, until my dad ran over it. Um, <laughs> uh, but well, I left it behind his truck, so mm-hmm. yeah, it was my fault. But also, fuck, fuck you, dad. Uh, no, but what happened was uh, we were walking by, and, and I guess we played this game. I think where you have to mm. drop a ball in a in a bucket or something, something yeah. like that. And the, mm. one of the pri- and the, what a guy just there just won a bike. Yeah, and he didn't really want it, so <laughs> yeah. he came up to my dad and was just like, "Hey, I just won this bike, but I don't want it. Uh, would you would you mm. buy it for me?" <laughs> and my dad was like, "Sure." So he bought this bicycle for like fifty bucks at Kings Island. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. And it was like, he just got a new bike. And it was like, I think it was one of my first bikes I ever had. Cause I, I was yeah. probably like eight at the time. Yeah. Uh, and nice. I remember that it was a good bike. It was a Huffy. It was yeah. uh black and black and like, uh, neon yellow. Oh, nice. Because it was the early nineties. So I was like, everything yeah. had to be that look. Yeah. It had to be neon something. Yeah. Mm. Well, that was a much better prize than this. <laughs> uh, the writer of this, uh, the, the guy wrote this, uh, Lita, his name is Junk, <laughs> Junkie uh, 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 Takagami, and which I think I said that right. Uh, close enough. Uh, but yeah. we, uh, he did, uh, he wrote a little uh, uh, OVA called Birth that we watched recently. He sure did. Yeah. And this is the most like Birth, so that that, mm-hmm. that, that checks out. Yeah. Definitely. Um, which which 
for you know he's a guy who did a lot of he did he also wrote a lot of pokemon mm-hmm. he wrote uh episodes of one piece um he did a lot of power rangers too as well mm-hmm. so this guy kind of did, does a little bit of everything and now he still yeah. does I think the last thing he wrote was for Yugi Go, and yeah, mm, yeah. So yeah, good for him. Yeah, definitely. I like I like the some of these you know these guys are still in the biz. Yeah, because like here here it's just like in, in in the states like at a certain point you just don't they don't mm. want to like they'll keep remaking your movies but they won't hire yeah. you to do anything anymore but yeah you won't yeah you won't have anything to do with it yeah like there's only like a handful of directors who can still just work yeah um so because now it's all like we we have to get young people where we don't have to pay them as much <laughs> yeah um but there is so this isn't based on a manga but there is a novelization of it though yeah it was published in uh may of 1985 by Kodansha big big publisher in japan okay and it was written by uh hideyuki kikuchi who is uh mostly a horror writer yeah he's probably most well known for the vampire hunter d series yeah and i guess there's there's some illustrations in it by mitsumi inomata so yeah that's cool Okay, so yeah, he did uh, Wicked City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he same. wrote the novel for Wicked City uh, cool. and Demon City. Uh, Shizuki. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, he did almost entirely just horror manga and yeah. books and anime. Yeah, I, I, I've heard of his name, mm-hmm. um, but the people who produced this, the pr- company produced it, was uh, um, uh, Kenaim Productions. Mm-hmm. And they are I like what else they done. Um so, yeah. oh yeah, they did birth. The uh, yeah, they, yeah. they did most they did most entirely OVAs from the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're yeah. only around OVAs, for a couple movies. They're only around from uh 1982 to 1988. Um yeah. They they were established yeah. by they were a younger staff of another company, uh, Asha Productions. Um, they probably just left that to start their own, and then realized this is hard. Uh, yeah, a lot harder than. But uh, yeah. the eighty-eight, that was around the time like the, the economy in Japan was was taking, and that's kind of that right, was around yeah. the time when a bunch of uh, the production companies went under, uh, mm-hmm. manga companies went under in, in Japan yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But uh, but since this is all about a song. <laughs> that yep. a magical song. Let's hear the song. I'm gonna sing yeah. share. Uh, I'm gonna sing share my that one. Share sound. Why am I narrating me clicking? <laughs> is it playing? Yeah. Okay. So this is the song she wrote. It's called "Kaze to to Buk No Serenade," which I think is. I don't know what that means. Uh, serenade, serenade to a faceless boy, because the boy she loves had no face. <laughs> they didn't bother was... to give him a face. <laughs> nah, that's true. But which I mean, yeah, it's just decided not to because wasn't that important, really? I don't really remember the music outside of this song, truthfully. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a, like an '80s Japanese pop song. Definitely. 
even though yeah the guy that did the music's done quite a bit quite a bit uh the guy who wrote this is he has a name <laughs> yes uh Shiro Sagisu. Yeah, and uh, he did. Uh, okay, yeah. So he did Megazone Twenty Three, which we're covering next week. Yeah. Uh, Attacker, you uh, AI City. Um, yeah. Yeah, he he did a lot of stuff that we're we're gonna be covering. So okay. Yeah, a lot of newer stuff too. Did some work on the Evangelion, the newer movies. Yeah, Bleach, Skull Man, uh, Gridman. Those are Gridman and Dinosaur. Those those are some good series too. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, and I mean, this is. I mean, it's not a bad song. I don't really have. This isn't stuff I literally listen to. Right. Um. I I don't like it as much as some of the other stuff we covered, but yeah, definitely. I like it better than modern anime music. Mm Hmm. Yeah. We're gonna go in a magical world. Yeah, magical adventure. So when the when this song plays, you do see like the lyrics come up like it's karaoke. Yeah. Like you're supposed to sing along with it. Yeah. It's fun when they do that. I was into it, and then I wasn't. Um, yeah. Oh, and he did the music for Shin Godzilla. In the, okay. And okay. Shin Ultraman, so I guess he's going to be doing the music for the Shin series. That's cool. Oh, I like Shin Godzilla, or, yeah. or C-SPAN Godzilla, as I call it. <laughs> yeah. It's Man, great. I can't, but I can't, I can't wait for C-SPAN Ultraman. Oh, Because I went back, and I've watched a bunch of the older Ultraman series. And, oh, that's going to be cool. I'm going to, yeah, that's going to be cool. I think there's a new Ultraman anime series coming out soon too, isn't there? Yeah, there's one on Netflix. It's based off a recent manga, but it's kind of that weird CG kind of—I don't know—limited CG style. So it's and fun, but I don't know, it looks yeah, it looks fine. Yeah, yeah. but it looks fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is released theoratically and in December of twenty twenty first, nineteen eighty five. So. Mm-hmm. This did so well on video that they actually played in theaters. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that, um, that's really good. Yeah, I yeah, I, I this one was fun. Um, I think what helped mm-hmm. was that we did watch the cleanest, most crisp uh, yeah. transfer of any '80s anime that's ever ever existed. <laughs> ever existed, yeah. Like, I like, yeah, I, I, I I've seen the 4K of Akira, and this looked better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <I don't>, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Like I, Which is I don't crazy. like. I also see the 4K of like uh, the 4K Blu-ray of uh, Ghost in the Shell, and I was like, "This mm. is this is the most crisp and clean." <laughs> like, yeah. So some of the Gundam Blu-rays look pretty good, but yeah, this was yeah, this was exceptionally good. <laughs> Oh, my God.
Um, yeah. So, uh, what experience do you have with Isekai? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, I think. Uh, what was that one? I watched a semi recent one, like Konosuba. Yeah, I, I've seen Konosuba. I've seen that one in bits and pieces of other ones, but that's the main one I've watched. Um, I uh, I've, that's one of when I first got an anime that that show just came out, so I watched it mm-hmm. then. Um, but then I remember when they they made a movie of Konosuba and on Letterboxd, uh, uh, f- uh, writer and, and, uh, uh, film director, Roger Avery, who was like, he's, he co-wrote uh, like Pulp Fiction with, uh, Quint Tarantino mm-hmm. gave like Konosuba like five stars. And I was just like, what? <laughs> oh, wow. I just thought it was so random. <laughs> That's very random. And I was just like, oh, okay. Which they have a good podcast out called, uh, him and Quint, him and Quint Tarantino. Cause they worked at a video store together when his when they was young mm, yeah and it's called video archive and that's the name of the podcast as well and they just they just review movies that from video from that video store yeah that quintertino just owns he just has he he bought yeah, the he entire bought it, yeah <laughs> he bought out everything they had and it's just at his house yeah um yeah so uh it's the guy itself it's it's just a japanese word that means another world yeah um it's 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 a it's a concept that it's mostly someone who gets transported into another world there's also reverse isekai where someone's from another world's in our world which mm-hmm. i love i wish they did more of those um, yeah but they don't what i get it whatever yeah i mean yeah i get it yeah it's 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 more comedic i think that's the issue uh that yeah. it's too comedic of an idea a lot of times like yeah. fish out of water situation um but uh but in, but in japanese uh literature it came around from this there's this folklore story uh, about a fisherman named uh called uh uh your Yur- toro and it's about yeah. a guy it's about a fisherman who saves a turtle and is brought to a wonder a wondrous uh, undersea kingdom and after spending what what yeah. he believed to be four or five days there it turns out and he when he returned home it was 300 years later oh well wow. <laughs> um and that's and that and of course that's been adapted. One of the earliest animes was 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 based on that story in nineteen nineteen eighteen. Oh wow! Which, yeah, that's super early. Um, and cool. of course, a lot of English literature has these stories, like Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of oh, Oz, yeah. Peter Pan, Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. Um, I think the the the, the trope where it's always a uh, uh, the early early anime always had as a woman. A girl who gets sent to another world, and I think that's mostly because yeah. Alice in Wonderland and and Wizard of Oz. Yeah, um, I'd say so. Yeah, it's called more portal fic, portal fantasy and English literature. Apparently, hmm. that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, but in Japanese stories, the earliest one of the earliest ones of the modern style was in 1976's Warrior from Another World, which was mm-hmm. a novel. Uh, and then they had an anime called uh, uh, Yura Battler um, um, Dumbine from 1983. Oh, that's from the creator of Gundam. So that's cool. Okay. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll track that down. Maybe it'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and the earliest, uh, which I was surprised by, by this, the earliest <laughs> anime that has where someone is tra- trapped in a virtual world is from the uh, <laughs> Mario Brothers anime from 1986. Uh, which was recently because uh, uh, Nintendo is notorious for not giving a shit about <laughs> any any of their stuff outside of the games themselves. Yeah, but especially or, from from the beginning, yeah, like that time. Yeah, yeah. E- the, it, they 
they both not they don't give a shit and give all the shits like it's, it's yeah. there's no in between <laughs> yeah. like they canceled that netflix uh, zelda show because Ugh, uh yeah. net netflix someone from netflix said too much stuff once yeah so they're just like no no project like, okay, <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah they're very old school traditional uh, japanese company well i mean yeah i mean they, yeah. they were a card company from the 1800s yeah they've so. been around for 200 plus years yeah so, yeah. <laughs> yeah um uh and it, yeah it, which is uh super mario brothers peach Heim, uh, i can't even say the rest um uh, I'll, I'll give it a try <laughs> peach peach Hime. Kyoshutsu Dai Sakusen. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Because uh, exclamation mark. <laughs> from yeah, from 1986, uh, this, uh, there were some fans that got I found a film print of this and scanned mm. it, and you can watch an amazing transfer of this on YouTube oh. right now. Less and it's <laughs> uh, and it's great. Uh, uh, yeah. There is an English dub that some fans made that I listened that I listened to watch a little bit of, and it was just nice. like it was. They weren't professional voice actors. It was just fans made them themselves. Which yeah. normally fan dub means you get a dub from another source and you put it on a like a clearer yeah. image. But this is like no, yeah. the fans did <laughs> their own voice dubbing. In their own, yeah, which that's is different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, that's based on Super Mario Brothers. For those you know who, right. for those you who don't know what Super Mario Brothers is, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna move on. Um, yeah. <laughs> And there's a bunch more in the 80s. The the style came a little bit more of um I never heard of any of these that I that, oh, I've heard of uh, yeah. uh the list Esca, here. Yeah, Escaflone, I've heard of that one. Yeah, El Hazard, I've heard is pretty good in 95. Mm. Um um uh, Fishigi Yurgi, I've heard of that. Uh mm. um, yeah. Which those were all very similar. Protagonist is uh, trapped in a different world. Uh, most oh. of those was uh, a guy. I think that's kind of started that. Yeah. Um, but the the one I've always heard that's the more like how it is now is the is mm. the anime Twelve Kingdoms, which came out in mm. 1982. Yeah, um, which is about a girl who gets trapped in another in a fantasy world, but it's more of a traditional mm. like Lord of the Rings style fantasy world. Mm. Which yeah. the other ones is like it's different type of world. Sometimes it's yeah. full, full on fantasy. A lot of mm-hmm. times it's like what we just watch, where it's kind of like fantasy and cyberpunky. Yeah. Um, sometimes like alien worlds. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite of the U.S. versions of these stories is uh, Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are more of oh, the yeah. space Flash version. Gordon, yeah. Yeah. Those are the space versions of them. Yeah. Um, which yeah, you can really go anywhere with the, these stories. Uh, yeah, definitely. and in the '90s there was a big ones like uh, Magic Knight, uh, Ray Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a big one. And there's another one. Um, uh, you know, a girl who chants love at the bounds of the world. <laughs> um, the, the literal translations of anime titles I both love and hate. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, because sometimes it just doesn't like. Okay, I guess it's what the show's about, but it's just. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. In Yuasha, that was yeah. Huge, yeah. Yeah. I I've been watching Ramna, Ramna half, and then mm. that's probably when I finish Ramna, I might yeah. dive into that one, or I don't know. There's mm. some other ones she did that yeah. creator did that I might watch instead. Oh yeah, Digimon. I didn't know Digimon was. Yeah. I, I never watched uh, it. It technically, because I mean, they kind of go back and forth. They into a digital world and they oh, kind of okay. go back and forth. So it's not like they're. I guess they are trapped, but they. 
find their way back. So and there's now here, uh, now and then, here and there, which I have heard of, and I've heard that's supposed to be pretty good. Mm. Um, and then Spirit Away was oh, that was yeah. the first of the Japanese styles that really made it over here. Yeah. Um, and then because that one was, I think it was, yeah, that was. Yeah, it was uh, Miyazaki. Yeah. Yeah, which I think was that nominated for Academy Award. I think it was. I think so. I think I think it won for best foreign foreign language. Yeah, foreign that, language. Yeah. That was before. Sorry, I'm fighting my cat right now. Um, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> she hit a button on my keyboard. It's completely like the notes disappeared. <laughs> uh, where was my cat? You hit every button on here. Yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah, I just found just most of this is just from Wikipedia. Um, so that's that's where we're getting this. Uh, yeah, and there, there, there's so many oh, different yeah. tropes and styles. The role playing game aspect <laughs> became really big. Yeah, um, like with Digimon and like that, and um, mm-hmm. Doc Hack Slash. Oh yeah, that that was a watch. big one for a while. Yeah, and Sword Art Online, which I watched Sword Art. I watched Sword Art mm-hmm. Online. It, everyone had to. And I've heard it was so good, yeah. and it was like it was a good idea, but it was just a bad execution. Yeah. Um. Because I think it starts off so strong, and then just mm-hmm. kind of, then it, and then halfway through, it's done. Yeah. And you're like, but there's still another half of a season left. Like, what? Where are you going? Just stop it. Just end it. Yeah. And yeah. and then they keep going for uh, several more seasons. Mm-hmm. With with no actual goal or ideas. Mm-hmm. but they had such a yeah. good concept in the first place it's that's like everyone's trapped in a like a bunch of people are playing this virtuality game but everyone's trapped in there yeah and if they die in the game they die in real life and then but mm-hmm. people are dying in real life because everyone's trapped in the game and can't leave and right. members trying to like unhook them from the game and it kills them yeah so it's like that's really cool like you can make some really cool like horror yeah. movie uh there oh, was yeah. a chris carter the guy who created x files did a show called harsh realms that was that was like this that was like that that was really good it was about like mm-hmm. this virtual reality game that uh the, the government created as a way to test mm-hmm. like uh uh what happens if society collapses in a post-politic times like how yeah. it was like a simulation on like a battle simulation they do and it's all about like mm-hmm. people trapped in there and it, it was a good yeah. show it was yeah. it was actually based on a comic book that was more like what we mm. we just watched. Yeah, it was oh, like so, cool. it was like a fantasy game and stuff. But the show mm-hmm. itself was different. It's great. It's a good show. It lasted like eight yeah. episodes. Uh, yeah, it was very. It was good. Probably uh, two ahead of its time. And then in the two thousands, one I was really uh, they 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 talked about a lot. I didn't realize it was such a big deal, but was familiar of zero, which came out in two thousand four. Which is about a uh, it's it's more of like a Harry Potter style, where mm-hmm. a uh, they're in this magical school and when these magical students can form a familiar a familiar, um, um, which is like a mm-hmm. your a magical creature that is yeah. your like minion or whatever or your companion, yeah. and she yeah. accidentally uh, summons a human from Earth. <laughs> um, That's funny. And then he's forced, and then it's 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 a funny concept and kind of neat neat idea. It's a little yeah. on the, um, it's 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 kind of pervy. It's it's definitely mm-hmm. it's definitely one of the pervy styles. I watched a little bit of yeah. it. Um, I got a little annoying, but uh, mm-hmm. it that was really popular okay. in the fan fiction world. Like mm-hmm. that that was really when web novels and light novels really took over in Japan. 
Yeah. There's a website called uh, uh, Shushinsky uh, in Noro, which means let's become novelists, <laughs> which is a website that uh, hosts a lot of fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And especially this show really took off to the point that, that they made their own isekai novel genre. Yeah. Uh, and this That's led cool. to the creation of ReZero. Oh yeah. oh yeah, I've seen that one too. Yeah, but but that was great as a fan yeah. fiction of this show. Yeah, that's funny. Um, which I thought was it's crazy, and ReZero is yeah. a pretty popular one. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that's about all I really have. Um, they mm. still keep making Isekai's like crazy. Yeah, uh, oh, like around. a billion. To the point, they actually started uh, in 2016. The the a Japanese short story contest start called the organized by the uh uh bungaku free market started actually um and that website I just mentioned started banning it's a guy for the contest <laughs> uh and another well, publisher started just flat out banning it as well so it's yeah, like that's, so <laughs> that's kind of awesome because a, there are a lot of them yeah, and there are a lot. one of those the the um, uh, uh, Kendo Kawa, which is one of the biggest Japanese animation studios, they're apparently open yeah. up in a museum. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's definitely and, enough there to yeah, open one for sure. That was announced in May twenty first or May twenty twenty one. So I hope mm. that, I think that may have already came out. I'm not sure. July of the same. So yeah, if yeah. it did, it's already happened. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. That'd be cool to see. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's definitely a genre that's not going to go anywhere. We're going to see more of it. I'm curious how it translates more. Um, Yeah. A lot of times how they normally work is like it's there's a little bit more time of them. You see them in the real world and then you see mm-hmm. them in the in the fictional world and they're kind of trying to adjust. Yeah. Um, but this really drops her off in the fantasy world and she's instantly she meets this dog, uh, yeah. who, this talking, flying dog. And then, <laughs> she's, and then she's instantly being chased and it's just like action, 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 action. And then yeah. and then it's kind of hard to follow because it's there's no. There's yeah, no moments to let you breathe to, to figure out what the fuck is happening. Yeah. Um, Cause you're just nonstop going because mm. as, as we, I think we, we have all kind of figured out a lot of these were um, proof of concepts more than they were actual entertainment. That's why I loved yeah. area 88. Cause that's the first time. Yeah. It seemed like it's own. It seemed like a real thing. Yeah. Like that's what it was for. Um, yeah. Which definitely helps if you base it off of a long running manga series definitely helps yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you get actual character and it probably is also still like a, a proof of the concept as well oh yeah uh, definitely um because a lot of it was just like like well okay let's make this to bring it out in the market and that's gonna happen more mm-hmm. and more as we go on that they're yeah. less and less but n- luckily or uh, the movie uh, the one we're covering next week is more of its own thing because mm-hmm. uh, i actually have seen this one and that is the 19 it was also from 1985 and that's yeah. megazone 23 um, yeah, I'm excited for this one. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's very much kind of like the uh, cyberpunk style, mm-hmm. uh, Tron inspired like type yeah. of world and stuff. And it, it's 
uh, I've seen it like years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can watch it on uh, it's currently streaming on Tubi and Retro Crush and Hoopla, which you can yeah. also watch my movie, The Reenactment on Hoopla. So, yeah, why not? Get, um, support which, your local libraries, people. Yeah, Hoopla is great. Hoopla is great cards. for, yeah, it's it, it, if you don't know what Hoopla is, it's a streaming service that's free mm-hmm. through your library. There's the, there's yep. Hoopla and Canopy, which are both have yep. really good stuff, but mm-hmm. Hoopla also has comic books, yeah. And audiobooks and e- and mm. ebooks and stuff on there as well as as, as movies. The movie selection is yeah. not very good. They mm. got crap like you know the reenactment on there. Um, <laughs> no, but it's but it is on there. Like the, mm. the distribution company put put it there. We're like okay, yeah. Sure. But that's that's a place you can watch it for free. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we get anything from. It. I don't know. I don't know. business. Yeah. I don't know business. Uh, yeah. Um, but you can also buy it on Amazon Prime and Vudu, mm-hmm. and is and is currently available on DVD and Blu-ray. So this yes. is one's pretty pop, pretty popular. There's three of mm-hmm. them. Um, we're just gonna mm-hmm. cover the first one because there was, yeah. I think, actual years in between the releasing. Mm-hmm. Even though I think yeah. Area 88 kind of had that, but yeah, it did a little bit. But but these are kind of, these were released separately. More even now, yeah, right. So I don't know, mm. whatever. Well, well. Also, yeah. Area Area Eight was like hour long episodes. It wasn't feature length yeah. movie, right? So yeah, and uh, maybe we'll have a guest on next week. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'll I'll ask around and see if anyone's the forced into watching OVAs with us. <laughs> yeah, probably sharing no. our sharing our curse. So I guess that's it for this week. Uh, you, um. You can check out my other podcast, Stagecoach Justice, which is about westerns. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's a it's a fun podcast where we we watch westerns, yeah, and talk about them. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a merch store. You can buy some shirts or something. No one does. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I don't have anything for this. For uh, we need to make one more for we need to make. A yeah, I need to. Yeah, I need to make some. Yeah, I've got some ideas. I just need to throw them together. But yeah, because I know we actually get make money off of that stuff, but I don't yeah. know how to get it. I know it's it's sent through PayPal, but I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, because I because I sold some stuff and I, and you get like four dollars per shirt, and I was like, well, that's yeah. cool because there's no profit. Like I just just a design I uploaded. Yeah. Um, but then I don't. Yeah. But then I was like, when did they send it to you? It's on the fifteenth, right. but of like, but of what month? <laughs> yeah. Like like I don't know, uh, yeah. but it's it's T public, so I mean it's not too bad. But we have a yeah. Discord that is yeah. completely inactive, um, <laughs> but it's Good. there. Uh, I mean, there are just ways if you guys would communicate with us, we yeah we're around. There are ways. Check those show notes. Yeah, and you got a new comic book out. Yeah, Heat Death Love. Yeah, it's a very uh, OVA title, I think. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's romance. a heat death love at the bounds of the earth, or the bounds of the world. You gotta, you gotta that on there for the bounds, for the bounds of the world. Shouts at the bounds of the world, or you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've got to add three or four more words to it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I guess that's it for this week. So I see, we we'll see y'all next week, and next week, and I guess, uh, oh God, we. We still need like a uh, like a catchphrase, like a sign off, a sign off thing. Like, uh, uh, please, weird guy, Disney Disney World, don't hurt us. <laughs> you should take the sword back. <laughs> we don't need it. Uh, but yeah, see you. See you, folks.